Hi, this is Taxi Chronicles and I'm your host Simon Rushton. Today I'm going to talk about drugs. And I'm going to talk about drugs from a place of ignorance as I'm a person who's never taken them. I don't smoke, I don't drink and I've never done any recreational drugs. I attempted to light a cigarette one time when I was uh, early teens sitting on a toilet in the bathroom. Somebody left cigarettes. Um, but that's as far as it goes for me. I've never done anything like that. I don't even take paracetamol. But why I'm speaking about drugs is because we get a lot of drug dealers who think it's clever to use Uber, clever to use the various apps that ferry them around London, uh, taxi apps. And um, I'm going to tell you a bit about that. And then on the flip side, I'm going to tell you about the users. And these are the kind of people that they are. And um, I'm just going to let the the chips fall where they may. And um, you can make what you want of it. You can always leave a comment in the section below on info at Taxi Chronicles. Hi, sorry, at taxi-chronicles.com. But anyway, let me proceed. So a typical thing is you get a, you're driving a, around you get a call you get a typically a young person who's usually dressed in a tracksuit some kind of shaggy <laughs> messy worn out washed out kind of looking tracksuit it's never somebody who's looking like like they've actually come from the gym or something and um they say oh i've got quite a few drops to do today but i might have to change thing and that usually rings alarm bells oh being the driver you just drive them you can't make an assumptions and as long as you don't see anything per se you can't um you can't well there's nothing you could do anyway in that respect people do what they want to do um i have a moral standing that i don't get involved in anybody's business unless it involves kids or rape and that's just generally it because everybody else is an adult and they can sort out their own problems within reason of course there's always an exception but that's how it goes so you'll be driving and he'll say ah oh, pull over here quick and he'll run off and he'll be back in two seconds and he's back back shortly and he's running back to the car jumping the car so yeah now go over here go over there and now with most of these taxi apps you can only get dropped three or four times and then they say that's your journey but they've kind of worked out a way that they can change the location, change the location. So this particular dealer, I was with him for an hour and a half, just driving around North East London. And he is saying the reason he's using a taxi today is because um, he got arrested. He had a domestic with his girlfriend. She called the police. He went to drive off. The police turned up. They tested him for weed. Um, in his system and it turns out that he's he's got too much weed in his system which surprised the hell out of me because I didn't know he was allowed to have any weed in your system so he went they put him in the prison in the jail as in jail not prison for those who do not understand the difference jail is like where the police station is and prison is the whole you know you're going to do nine years or what have you yeah so because of the COVID, and it's at that kind of peak of COVID time, you could say, he couldn't go to, he couldn't be held in a um, thing too long. 
in the jail too long and the judge wasn't having him come to court because none of the people who have been accused of anything are going to court. So they just bring a camera in to the cell and the judge reads you, gives you the third degree and sentence you. So he's been told he can't drive for 18 months starting immediately, which he seemed quite surprised <laughs> that it started immediately because he expected it to go a bit later. Strange enough. Things like that. So now he's complaining that he's got to catch Ubers everywhere to sell, to do what he does. He didn't actually say he's a drug dealer. He said just to get around town. So, you know, obviously he doesn't really know me from the man in the tree, so to speak. So he kind of kept his cards reasonably close to his chest. So we're in a taxi and we're going from place to place. He knows London or that part of London like the back of his hand. He knows all the runways and the dead ends and the traffic times and everything. So clearly he, you know, and he explains how he goes really far to do this and to do that. Now, the kind of people he was meeting were people from all walks of life, all races, uh, and not just female and not just male. Yeah. There was no children, of course, from what I see. So I would say he's a drug dealer, not a pusher. For those who don't know the difference, a pusher is someone who stands outside schools and encourages kids to get high, which is totally scum. A dealer is somebody who, from my own experience, I would say is somebody who's minding their own business and people come up to them and ask for them for drugs and they decide that, yeah, it's not probably a bad idea to make money, which I actually had experience of myself when I used to go to certain dance clubs and trance clubs and this is you're talking 80s late 80s early 90s and people used to always ask me if i have drugs to sell and like i said i'm a teetotal but if i was a weak man then yes i could be i i I saw let's say i saw a business opportunity so that's why i define the difference between that's how i define the difference between a drug pusher and a drug dealer drug dealer is using mind his own business and people come to him and you know any say any self-respected drug dealer doesn't have to push drugs um people will actually come to him as as you'll find out later on so um so like i was saying back to the thing they're from all walks of life so he was talking about how he makes sure he looks after his kids he's got i think he has five kids and uh, three different baby mothers and um he he makes sure they all get a certain amount of money every week without fail and he says <clears throat> this is what he's obviously known he's been doing it probably about 20 years so he wasn't that young at all and stuff so by the end of the journey i felt like i just want him out of the car i didn't it kind of, let's say, it upset my stomach. And that's not to say I'm better than anybody else because we all make bad decisions and we all do things, that thing. But it's just the atmosphere. It wasn't really a what. And besides, he started to get upset with somebody on the phone. I think the police, somebody called him by his real name to somebody else. And he said he was having a conversation saying only that one person who is on the phone. He said, it's only you that knows my real name. So they must know my name through you so you've been talking but don't worry i'm gonna come and visit you now i'm going upstairs and i'm coming to visit you now (laughs) so i kind of well this is where the journey ends 
because I don't know what you're going upstairs for, and I don't know why you have to go upstairs to go go else go somewhere else to talk to somebody. But whatever you're gonna do, I don't need to be on the ten o'clock news. I don't want to be famous. <laughs> so I locked. Um, so the trip was ended. We had dropped him off home, and he had got his food as well, and whatever. And I don't know what happened since then. I've never seen him since then. And most of the times, it's only rarity that really rare that I ever get to take the same customer twice. I think it's only happened on two occasions. One was a Russian lady and another was a music artist who I've taken more than twice. Excuse me. <coughs> now there's other cases where I had a young guy I can't he's probably about 21 and he's talking about his family um, and stuff and uh, he's telling me his uncle just got out of jail for um, killing somebody he's done 19 years and his cousins just got out of jail for so many years and he's they're all staying in the same house with his mum and he's had he's been stabbed a couple of times etc etc but anyway i was driving him and i he's just telling me his life story and this is one of the reasons i start these podcast because people always tell taxi drivers their business for some reason and the other drug dealer said i love taxi drivers because you can tell them anything and you'll never see them again so there you have it kind of words from the horse's mouth as they say but back to the second drug dealer i didn't know he was that like thing it was late at night i think i picked him up in north london i dropped him even further north london and then i assumed he was getting out but he didn't and then he kind of, we went down this alley in this really rich part of town. It's up north, like North London, I don't know. I try not to, Hammer Hampstead, that kind of, you know, yaya areas. And um, I saw this guy in shorts and t-shirts, white guy. He looks quite out of shape, to be honest. But I didn't think anything of it. So then he gave him a load of money. He Then he gave him gave him something and he didn't get out. So I thought, that's strange. He said, no, you've got to take me home now. I said, well, you know, is it listed because you can state that you want to return journey, but I don't check some bit lazy like that. But yeah, he had listed it. So I thought, all right. And then he's going on the way back. That was Sam Smith. I said, well, who's Sam Smith? He said, don't you know? I said, no, I'm not really into the music. I don't listen. Because yeah, he's that singer. I should tell the tell the press. <laughs> I said, yeah, really? I said, that don't really make sense. If you're his dealer and you've just made more than a monkey or whatever you said you made on him, that's more than 500 quid for those who don't know that language, then why would you... That's like killing your, uh, killing your clients. Why would you do that? And besides, I said, your, with your family history, his... his um, PA or who, whatever they call it would have a full day ripping your exposing your family in many different lights I said don't bother with it yeah so he, he got talked out of that but going back to the original drug dealer the original drug dealer it was like he was saying um, he made 600 in an hour and a half with me driving him around and he, um, um, obviously he got to minus some expenses and all these kind of things so that's one side of drug dealing uh, the drug industry that I'm telling you about. I'm going to try and keep this as short as possible. Now, on the flip side, I'll talk about the users. And the users, you usually bump... Well, you can bump into all time of day or night. 
And a lot of these users are middle class. I will say that straight and loud. They're middle class. I'm not talking about race because I don't think this is a thing about race. This is a thing about class. They're middle class and they've got professional jobs. And they live in Richmond, Twickenham, Putney, Chelsea, Knightsbridge, Hamilton. <laughs> so anybody who's ready to con- condemn these drug dealers, without these middle class lot, there's no drug dealers. So you've got to think about that. Yeah. And how I know this is that one time I was in the car and this guy got on. It was about three in the morning. He got in and he kind of slumped into the car. <laughs> Excuse me. <coughs> he kind of slumped into the car. So um, I said, you right? He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, you got any chewing gum? I said, no, sorry, I haven't got any chewing gum. I said, you're the, I said, you're the third person who's asked me for chewing gum recently. He said, yeah, you need chewing gum because your jaw gets loose when you take um, stuff. And I said, what stuff? He said, you know. I said, no, I don't. I said, he said, well, you just take stuff. So he, I said, well, explain. So then he went into really technically and explained it to me. And I actually tried to push the boundary. I said, listen, I do a podcast. Can you just talk about that anonymously? He said, no, no, he doesn't really want his name associated with that. Um, and he's got a really good job, but he's unhappy with his job. He earns a lot of money, but he wants to, he's going to leave his job. And I said, what are you going to do? He said, I don't know. I'm just not happy. I said, well, why don't you travel the world? He said, that's not a bad idea. I never thought of that. But he was really glazed over. His eyes was like, I think they call it diluted and they're kind of popping out kind of thing. So he, we started to talk about Coke and the drugs and I was learning what I could learn and listening. And then he got onto weed and he said, yeah, well, at least it's not bad as weed. I said, what are you talking about? He said, no, my dad's got a big businessman and his business has failed or is failing dramatically. He doesn't make half as much money as he should because of weed. He's always smoking weed. He just doesn't care. He said, I don't mind the coat, but the, <laughs> the weed, I, <laughs> no, he, he actually got really angry. You could see he got really, really angry about this and all that kind of thing. So I thought, well, I won't push that and debate that thing anymore because I can see he's not really in his right mind and all that thing. And I was more concerned about this chewing gum thing. It didn't make sense to me. So anyway, I dropped him off in, I think it was Chelsea. near next, Yeah, it was Chelsea. It's next to Chelsea Football Club they live in one big house. And um, that sounded obvious. <laughs> but, um, then I picked up another lady, same like him, middle class. So I was telling her about him and the whole thing. And then she went, oh, yes, no, you don't have to tell me. I know what he's talking about. I know, I know. What he means is MDH or MDA. So I take drugs, coke all the time. And she'd be quite a bit tipsy, she was. I assume she must be a bit high as well. And then she thought for a second and she goes, actually, not all the time, but some of the time. Well, all the time. Well, not really all the time, sometimes. Well, I just do. And I don't do it as much as you like to think so. But I do it. But I'm okay. <laughs> so she was explaining basically if you take this, and she said this drug is another word for it is ecstasy. And if you take this, it makes your jaw loose. So you have to chew the gum, chewing gum, to get your jaw tight up, lock back up, as well as it feels like your jaw is hanging off. Maybe like you've got a broken jaw, I can only assume. So she was talking and what have you and then I dropped off and then I picked up another person 
think this person was in Putney. They knew about drugs. They knew about cocaine. And, was, and every time I tell this story, regardless of the day or night, there's always somebody in the car who can relate. And they usually expose themselves. It's like there's this lady with her boyfriend and then, and then some other bloke in the car. And then she went, I know, I know, I know. You you need chewing gum. Because blah, blah, blah. And, then, <laughs> and the boyfriend just looked at her like, who am I dating? And the friend just looked at the boyfriend and is like, are you sure you know who you've got? <laughs> but it was all fun and games. Yeah. And apart from that, um, I found the other drugs is, which is like the teenagers, late teens, early 20s do, is these balloons. I didn't understand about balloons. I still don't really understand it. They use a cylinder, they blow up the balloon, then they breathe in the balloon. Some guy was doing it in the car and I was saying, are you okay? I said, what are you doing? So I thought something's not right. And he said, no, I'm just playing with my balloon. And I dropped him down. Where is it? Down Canary Wharf or something? Something like that. Yeah. And um, and then later on, the next day, some woman said, someone's been doing drugs in your car. There's a cylinder here. And then it, the penny dropped. So if you get in my taxi, you can't do no balloons. You can't do any drugs in my thing. You can't smoke. Or you can't certainly can't drink. So, um, but that's that. But, um, and the only other case I could really say is significant here is there's a lady and I was down Chelsea again. Yeah, it was Chelsea. Yeah, Chelsea slash Hammersmith. And she decided, she she called the taxi. She decided that she wants to do, I, I don't know if it's hash, I don't know, herring or what, but she had this like, it's like a nut, like a bolt, a bolt. And it had a hole going through the center and she'd put something in the side and she was trying to heat it up and I don't know, smoke it or whatever. And she wanted to do that in a car. And I said, no, you certainly do it do that car. And she said, well, you're going to have to wait. So she got out and she stood there and she was starting to light up and she said, I must wait for her. And I said, I'm not waiting. Bye. And she started to chase after me. <laughs> she started to chase after me. But obviously I'm in a car so I'm faster and thank God there's no traffic. Um, and stuff but you get crazy people like that so what i'm putting to the public is when you scorn drug dealers and people on the news and what you see on the news remember the real problems are the people who take it not the dealers because without demand there's no supply and think about prostitution the government always plays the men who go to the prostitutes they don't really bring the prostitutes they say they need help even the feminist organizations say they need help they need this they need that so why in turn would you try and solve a similar problem by doing the reverse it doesn't make sense but i just want to leave that for you guys as food for thought apart from that feel free to listen to our sister podcast africa investor stories all about real, with real people, real investors, sorry, and real stories, sharing their experience about why and how they invested in Africa and the good times and the bad times and the benefits, considering Africa has some of the fastest growing economies on the planet and they have the fastest growing population. Yeah. Um, no fake to Bill Gates. <laughs> and um, yes. Apart from that, have a nice day 
and um, I hope you like to listen. Don't forget, you can always leave your comments on the link below. Goodbye.